Greetings, Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yah's Laws and Commandments. Today is just going to be a short word. Last night I was up to about 3.30 in the morning, which is kind of challenging the next day, but nonetheless, um, I was up receiving and writing some things down from Yah concerning Yah's name. Now, this video and podcast is not meant to condemn, to judge, to criticize anybody that does not yet come or have the understanding concerning the name of our Heavenly Father, Yah, the name of the Savior, Messiah, Yahshua. But this teaching is to help those that are having a hard time understanding certain things about His name and making the transition out of those false names into the Hebrew biblical name of our Messiah. Now, almost everybody would agree that we want to follow, submit to, obey the Elohim of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Even Christianity is built on that mindset. Now, Catholicism isn't. That's a whole nother bird. But nonetheless, we all want to serve, at least in our hearts, the Elohim of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We also want to receive, for the most part, uh, and believe in, and listen to, and follow the Savior, Messiah, and His name is Yahshua. Now, I'm just going to read some things that came to me last night that prayerfully it will help you or cause you to think about some of these things. And when we begin to see through Hebraic eyes, when we begin to see and understand through Hebraic eyes, through the Hebraic scriptures, once the light is turned on, you'll be off and running, and all these things will make sense. So the first thing I wanted to share with you about is the person most people call J-E-S-U-S. He never existed. That person that they believe is the Messiah, the Savior, that name of that person, he never exists. Now, I never said that the Savior born through Miriam and Yosef never existed, because he did. But the person that people think is named Jesus never existed. It's like, you know, if, if, if you have a fantasy movie... You know, and there's a, there's a person in that movie with a specific name, and you try to live your life based on that character. 
Well, in reality, that person, that character, he never existed. It was just a fantasy. It was just something that was made up. And if you were to ask Miriam and Yosef, if they had a son named Jesus, they would tell you, almost emphasizing to you, no way. And why would they say that? Because that name, they knew, was connected to Rome, to pagan sun god worship, to pagan sun deities. But they did have a, a son named Yahshua. Some might spell it a little differently. Some might say Yeshua, Yahushua. But nonetheless, in the Hebrew, that would have been his name. Now think of this, that Miriam and Joseph were Torah observant. They were Jews to the bone. They were Hebrews to the bone. They kept the Torah. They kept the feast. They kept the Sabbath. Everything they did was in line with Torah. Now, one of the commandments was that we were not to take the name of Yah in vain or change it. There was also other commandments that said, do not follow the customs of the heathen nations in which they were dispelling out of Canaan. And the name J-E-S-U-S -S can be translated back to those customs. So there is no way that Hebrew parents that were dedicated to the Hebrew Torah and to the Hebrew Elohim Yah would have named their son a pagan Rome Greek name. As a matter of fact, the name J-E-S-U-S -S did not exist until the 16th century, hundreds of years after the fact of when Messiah Savior walked the earth. All right? So that's the first thing that um, we want to see. And so we see that through history, as well as scripturally Hebrew scriptures, that there is no way that the person a lot of people refer to as J-E-S-U-S in believing that he is the Hebrew Messiah, he never existed. He never existed historically. It was something Constantine made up to deceive you and I to follow the agendas of Rome's sun god deities. So, I want to just say to you, don't just accept my word for it. Research it according to the Hebrew Scriptures. 
Just research the origins of J-E-S-U-S. One of the things you'll find is that in Latin, part of that name comes from the name pig. Now, if that wouldn't be a slap in the face to the Messiah, to the Hebrew Messiah, to be named or have a portion of his name follow something that Yah says is unclean, I don't know what would be. That is just disgusting. And so, you will also find that there are many other things that Rome, Christianity, has deceptively taught man to believe in that is in facts. For example, they taught that Sunday is the Sabbath. Where'd they get that? Constantine in 323 issued a law, a decree, that Sunday would now be the Sabbath and it would be the day of worship to and for and of the, un the day of the unconquerable sun, S-U-N. Look it up for yourself. It's on Google. It's not hard to find. And when you realize that, you realize that the name Jesus is a false name. Is a false name. And if it's a false name, if it's a false name, then the next thing that we need to educate ourselves in is that if it's a false name, and s s over 7,000 times in the Hebrew Scriptures, if you just take a, a regular Bible, a, a English translation Bible, and you go back, say, to Exodus chapter 3, verse 15, and it's in the English translation, it says, I am the Lord, that is my name. Well, Lord isn't a name, it's a title. So if you look up that word Lord in the Hebrew, the translators that were Romans, that were of the sun god agenda, translated it from YWHW. Or you see my hat, that's Hebrew for Yahweh. Or Yah. And they translated it and changed it from Yah, Yahweh, Yah is just short for it, to Lord, L-O-R-D. Now, if you look up in the concordance what the name L-O-R-D means, you're going to find that L-O-R-D means in the Hebrew, Baal. B-A-A-L, which was a pagan sun god deity that the land of Canaan worshipped, Canaanites worshipped, Nimrod worshipped. And so what is what's the agenda behind it? So that when you say, Lord, I praise you, you may be thinking you are saying, Heavenly Father, I praise you, but in reality, according to what words mean, you are saying, Baal, 
Satan, Hasatan, I praise you. Now, names mean something. If you call someone a cuss word, F-U-C-K, or you call an African-American, you know, the N-word, that name, they're going to fly off the handle at you. Why? Because that name means something very derogatory. Now, you may think it's nothing, but that doesn't matter what you think. It matters what that name means. And you should never use the F-bomb towards somebody, the N-bomb towards somebody, for any reason. Because that is very derogatory, and it is wicked and evil. In the same way, we should never refer to our Heavenly Father as L-O-R-D because we're calling Him Baal. That's what that means. We should never refer to Him as God because in the Hebrew, G-O-D means G-A-D, which means the, the God the idol of fortune, and that is what is on Americans' dollar bills. It says, in the God of fortune we trust is what they're really saying, and that is what they really mean. And so, since the Hebrew Scriptures, over 7,000 times, Constantine had the Hebrew Scriptures remove the name Yahweh, and insert into it either L-O-R-D or G-O-D, and then in reference to the Messiah, they changed it from Yahshua to J-E-S-U-S. In Matthew 1.21, and remember Matthew was a Hebrew. He wrote the book of Hebrew I mean, he wrote the book of Matthew in Hebrew, and it had to be translated out of Hebrew for Greek people to understand it, and then that translated out of that into English for English-speaking people to understand it. And in the original Hebrew, it says when the angel was sent to Yosef, to reveal to him that Miriam was going to have a child, and he was to name that child Yahshua because Y-A-H is the first part of the Savior's name because it represents the Heavenly Father whose name is Y-A-H, and then Shua means is salvation. So when you say Yahshua or Yahshua or Yeshua, you are saying Yah or Yahweh is salvation. When you say the name J-E-S-U-S in Hebrew, it means nothing. There is no definition. And so they changed that name to get you on board with Tammuz, their deity of sun god worship. If you look in, in any good Roman Catholic um pictures of the Savior. He has an image, a halo of the sun. 
If you do any research on Catholicism, everything has to do with the sun. Their Eucharist is shaped like the sun. Everything is about the sun. Why? It's a religion of sun god worship that follows sun god deities in this trying to deceive humanity with just enough truth to make people think that it's biblical, but it is not. I was born and raised in it. So, you know, I came out of it. My family is still in it. But nonetheless, the truth is the truth. And so, since the Hebrew Scriptures, as well as history, reveals Rome's Constantine changed Yahweh's name 7,000 times or more, from Yahweh to L-O-R-D or G-O-D and change the Savior's name from Yahshua to J-E-S-U-S, then who do you think you are addressing or calling upon when you use the name L-O-R-D, G-O-D, or J-E-S-U-S? Those are not names. They're actually titles. They're not names, but they are titles. And you could say a type of a name four sun god deities and what do we know about every idol behind every idol is a demon spirit so since those are not the father's or the savior's name or even their titles l-o-r-d means baal which is satan god means gad which is a pagan sun god of fortune J-E-S-U-S is a name Rome came up with, with his tied to Zeus, Tammuz, Nimrod, and pagan sun gods. So who are you addressing and calling upon when you use those titles because they are not the titles of the Heavenly Father or the Savior? Think about that. Who are you addressing? Who was I addressing you know, five years ago, if someone would have told me this, I would have thought they were crazy. But if they would have showed me the scriptures and just told me to research it, but no one ever did. Why? Because most of Christianity, if they are um, part of Hebrew roots, they haven't, trans, uh, they haven't stepped out of it totally. They try to combine it with their paganism. And that doesn't fly. Well, how did Yahweh respond when the children of Israel got into paganism? He judged them. He was very angry, wanted to wipe them out. So that's his same response when we try to mix paganism with truth. So when you are addressing and a calling upon the Heavenly Father using those names or the Messiah using those names, you are calling upon demonic spirits without realizing it. Now, I know Yah hears our heart. But there comes a time when you got to get it right. There comes a time when you've got to come out of Babylon and you must set up, get set apart and be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers and you must learn what is right and what is wrong. Now, when you are a babe, things are, are fine, but when you start getting older, ask yourself this question, why 
have you not been able to receive many of the promises of Yah that you've been standing on and believing for? I will give you a, at least, in part, at least a couple answers. You're not obeying His laws and commandments. You're not keeping the Sabbath. You're misusing His name. You are participating in changing His Word, His laws and commandments. And He commanded us to never do that. And so, Deuteronomy says, 28, that if you obey, you'll be blessed. If you disobey, these curses will come upon you. Do your research. Do your study. We need to stop using these titles and names that people have just accepted that that's the way it is, that his name is J-E-S-U-S. No, 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 no. Do your research. And that's what this is about. To bring us uh, biblical information, to stir you up and to stir your faith up, to research it, to study it out, and to really use your common sense and just think about it. A Hebrew Messiah is not going to have a pagan Greek Roman name. It is just that simple. We cannot use a name that means Baal and expect Yahweh to respond. If you call, say your, your son's name is John, and you're in the kitchen, and you say, John, come, or you say, Timothy, come here and he doesn't respond, you can't get angry. Even if you go to him and say, why didn't you respond? He's going to say, well, I didn't think you were calling me. You didn't call me by my name. See, we cannot get upset when Yah's not responding because we're not calling him by his name. Or the Messiah calling him by his name. And you know, in one of the shockers to me when I understood this about the word Lord and Baal and when I realized that every time we sang songs about praising the name Jesus or Lord we worship you we were not giving Yah and the Messiah praise we were calling upon Baal we were exalting Baal we were exalting sun god deities. And when I saw that, it was just like revelation. And from that point on, no more. You know, once in a while, it's slipped out of, out of my mouth. But I would just, you know, had to renounce. And what I did is I began to pray prayers. And Yah gave me prayers of renouncing the curse that was operating against me because I was participating in sun god worship. And to renounce and break the curses of Catholicism that had been in my family for generations. And to renounce them and break their power. And I would encourage you to do the same thing. Since J-E-S-U-S is not the true name of the Hebrew Savior, Messiah. Then the only other conclusion is that it is a false Messiah name that Messiah Yahshua warned us about 
in Matthew 24. When he talked about false prophets, false messiahs, he warned us not to believe them, not to listen to them. And he warned us so we wouldn't be deceived. And many of us have been deceived. Many of us are still being deceived because we refuse to acknowledge that we've been disobeying Yah's laws and commandments. We refuse to acknowledge that this is according to the scriptures. And we refuse to come out of the traditions of men, just like in Yahshua's days, they refused to acknowledge the commandments of Yah, and they held on to their Jewish man-made added traditions. And so, if you refuse to come out, and Yah's going to give you grace, time for it, to learn of it, to research it, if you refuse to, to repent of it and to come out of it, then you will be just like the rabbis and the Jewish people in Yahshua's days, that you will hold on to the doctrines of men, and it will not be a pretty sight. So, um, now we are commanded to call upon Yah's name for salvation. Did you know that? You can read this in Joel chapter 2, verse 32. You can read it in Acts chapter 2, verse 21. You can also read it in Zechariah, excuse me, 13, verse 9. And I believe it's Romans 10. I believe it's Romans. It's in the book of Romans. I didn't write, write that down. That it, it, they all say in the original Hebrew, they all say the same thing that you need to call upon the name of Yahweh, Y-H-W-H, for salvation. The ones in the renewed covenant, like in Romans and in Acts, uses the name Yahshua. So, you need, salvation comes from calling upon the Hebrew name. So if you're calling upon a Roman pagan Greek name, you may be thinking you're going to receive salvation, but there is no guarantee. And in my understanding, in my view, you are calling upon a false name. You are calling upon a deity that does not represent the Heavenly Father or the Savior. And so you're, you're expecting to receive salvation, deliverance, healing, restoration, whatever through that biblical name, but you're using a name that is a false name that cannot answer what you've prayed for in a false name. Now, if you pray for it in the Hebraic name of the Savior and our Heavenly Father, then you are in a position to receive but if you're using a false name, Yah cannot answer that. And at some point, He will stop answering. You know, you, He might have answered some prayers when you were a babe, when you were new and things. But at some point, He has to stop so that you realize and understand and learn that's not His name. Just like there are things your parents did for you when you were a babe, 
but eventually you had to start doing things for yourself like going to the bathroom you had to start feeding yourself you had to start dressing yourself they weren't going to do that anymore in the same way same way biblically you may have received answers and miracles when you were a babe when you prayed in the those false names but at some point he had to put an end to it because you were now believing that that was his name so my question is if you are calling upon a false name can you receive from a false messiah what only yahweh can do and what only yahweh can bring about think about it can you receive from a false name from a false messiah from a false title like Baal, Lord, God, can you receive from those titles and names what only Yahweh can provide? And the answer is no. Questions like this should cause you to really think and examine what we believe by looking into Yahweh's Hebrew Torah instructions scriptures now I am concluding and ending this but I shared all this again not to put anyone down not to you know today it's really cold out here in Florida it's full it's cold for us Floridians being 50 degrees, I'm out here, even with a sweatshirt on, my hands are freezing, my hands are shaking, so pardon me if I put my hands in my, my uh, shirt here to warm up. But in closing, I don't sh share these things because I think I'm better than anybody else. I don't share these things condemning anybody else. I share these things desiring to be obedient to, to Yahweh and to teach his name, to teach his Torah, to teach what his laws and commandments are saying, and to reveal to those that are still blinded by false names, false Messiah's names, by Christianity, by Catholicism, by sun god worship, and to re reveal to those that are still in it to help them see the truth. Remember the words of Yahshua. John 8, 31 and 32. Yahshua said, If you continue in my word, in his laws and commandments, then you'll be my disciples. And then you'll know the truth. And then the truth will set you free. I'm not saying it is easy. I'm telling you, when you transition out of pagan sun god worship, everybody that's still in it will think you're nuts, will think you've gone off the deep end, will think you are crazy. They will probably stop being your friend. Families will ignore you. I have very little to do with old Christian friends. They just, 
I just don't hear from them no longer. They don't connect with me. I've reached out a few times, but you know, you get tired when you reach out and no one reaches out back to you. Now, I do have some family members that when I'll reach out, they reach out back and that's cool. And every once in a while, I'll have some family members, you know, text me and say, hey, what's happening? But nonetheless, um, there isn't a lot of that. So be prepared. Be prepared. When Yahshua said that the love of the Torah would wax cold in the last days and people will be offended and people will turn against you, he wasn't joking. But nonetheless, we have to desire to be in right standing with Yah and to be obedient to His laws and commandments more than we desire to please man. And I don't know about you, I have always, even when I was in Christianity, I desired and hungered to, to know the Word and to live according to the Word. Now, I knew part of the Word and lived according to it, according to the understanding of what I was taught, uh, in Bible school and by our pastors and the prophets and the apostles that we knew, the teachers and, the, and you know, so on and so forth. But then when my eyes were opened, I began to see things and understand the Torah like I never understood it before. Every promise that Yah gave in the Scriptures is in the Torah. And it is connected to obeying his laws and commandments. And if you think and you've been deceived into believing that they've passed away, even though the Messiah said in Matthew 5, 17, I did not come to do away with his laws and commandments. You know, and I never had any answer for that. I never had any answer for that. Something just popped up, sorry. I never had any answer when I read that. Never understood it. When people came up to me, and I and this is what guided the ball rolling, and they said, what about the Sabbath? I never had, I didn't have any answer. Didn't have any answer. I was clueless. And so, my journey continues. And I pray that your journey continues, and that you will learn about the false names, and that you will learn about coming out of them, and renewing your mind to what thus saith Yahweh, and to the truth of the Scriptures, and to His, His biblical name, the Heavenly Father's name, is Yah. And the Messiah's name is Yahshua. It's your choice whether to renew your mind to it or not. Our salvation is wrapped up in His name. If you choose to go down the wrong path, you're going to probably come and end up on the short end of the stick. But if you renew your minds and you receive what His Hebrew name is and what the Hebrew name was that Yosef gave his son when he was birthed through Miriam, you then will, will find and experience the fullness of your salvation. So I pray that helps you, even if it's just one person that it clicks with, it'll be well worth it. Until next time, may Yah bless you, may Yah make His face shine upon you, may Yah 
do things for you exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or think that may he make his favor shine upon you may he perform miracles for you make a way where there seems to be no way again you can connect with us on our website yahweh yeshua assembly.com and you can connect with us on facebook as well until next time yah bless you